Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything. Life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. All right, and welcome again to another episode of The Surge Effect. Thank you, everyone, that uh, have uh, subscribed to my channel over the last couple of years. It's much appreciated, and uh, it's always nice to know what's going on in the world, whether it's political or other or otherwise. Uh, before we get started today on this podcast, I want to talk about two of my sponsors. My first sponsor is Love My Legs, Own Sound, Gray Bruce. Just click on the link in the description below. It'll take you right to their webpage on Facebook. Love My Legs allows you to strut with confidence, offering three styles of waistbands for comfort and wearability, and the only lifetime guarantee in the industry. Like I said, for more information, click the link below, and you can follow them on Facebook. My next sponsor is He Shirts, She Shirts. Click on their uh, link in the description below as well. It's uh, heshirtsheshirts.ca. Click on their link and go and find out what they're all about because they are more than just a clothing or another t-shirt company. They're an actual clothing company. There you have it. All right, so with that being said, today we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with the Bidens. That's right, the Bidens. For some reason, these guys, they just keep on hanging in there in the... There they are right there, old Joe and Joe and Hunter. They just keep uh, hanging in there in the news cycles, and uh, they're just forever. Uh, every day you turn around, you click on your TV, and there's nothing but, uh, but Biden news. That's for sure. So what we're going to do is uh, go through some videos and uh, show you a couple of a couple of things that um, you may or may not have seen. One of them was a whistleblower that just came forward just a little while ago, uh, talking about uh, Hunter Biden and uh, what, in fact, he had done. It's uh, quite quite damning evidence, actually. And um, before we get started on that, I just wanted to uh, show another little clip here from uh, actually from a WhatsApp uh, document from Hunter's laptop and. Um, this is actual Hunter is quoting, I'm going to quote what he says. It says, I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Wow. That in itself is very incriminating in my opinion. It's pretty hard to explain that one away. Just for the simple fact, it almost sounds like a almost sounds like a, a mob mafia type thing going on there you know it's like you'll do this and do it by this time or this is gonna this is gonna happen these are the consequences but um, anyway the other day I caught this video of his dad uh, talking about 
rich people paying taxes. And, uh, you know, I think everyone needs to pay their taxes. Everyone needs to pay their fair share because, you know, they're, you know, all these super wealthy people, which in fact actually pay, uh, I think it's 52 or 62 percent of, of basically all the taxes. Only like 1 percent of the people pay the majority of the taxes, believe it or not. And you can look that up and that's, that's a fact. But for some reason, these politicians always want to take a little bit more. They want to squeeze out just a little bit more. So anyway, so listen to what, uh, what Biden has to say in, uh, in this little video clip. The super wealthy are not paying their fair share. It's, but it's time for corporate America. And the wealthiest 1% of Americans can just begin to pay their fair share. Pay your fair share. Pay your fair share. Pay your fair share. So here's Biden talking about paying your fair share. And... His son, Hunter, he deducted payments to prostitutes and sex clubs for, for his taxes. This is what that whistleblower came forward and was talking about, that um, basically he came forward and said, you know, this is what he had done. So that's one of the things that the whistleblower had said. So like I said, this thing is blown up huge. And that's just, that's just one of a few videos I'm going to show you here. Appointed. So I'm going to show you another little clip here. And have a listen to this. The Trump-appointed U.S. Attorney for Delaware has reached a plea agreement with Hunter Biden in which he is expected to plead guilty to two federal misdemeanor counts of failing to pay his taxes. Hunter Biden also faces a separate gun possession charge that will likely be dismissed if he meets certain conditions. That's according to court documents filed on Tuesday. So that occurred the other day, and I covered a little bit about that, about his plea deal and what, what Hunter did. And like I said, if that was anybody else, uh, Wesley Snipes went to jail or prison for three years for tax evasion. Um, of course, back in the day, Al Capone, they gave him 11 years. And uh, this is after the money was paid back, like Wesley Snipes paid all the money back that he owed, but they still sent him to prison for three years. So I wonder how he feels about this whole thing. It's, it's kind of shitty, but... Um, Anyway, so that's what occurred uh, as well the other day. Um, this here, in a nutshell, is kind of a funny little thing I found online, and it was uh, this this guy doing a little little take on on what the Twitter deal was all about with, uh, or sorry, what the uh, Hunter Biden deal was all about, and uh, this actually was on uh, TikTok, so it's quite comical. But uh, you kind of get the point, and this is what it's all about. Hello? In 2017 and 2018, you made $1.5 million in taxable income, and you didn't pay your taxes. My administration is investigating this. Sorry, he just followed me here. Hey, can you guys repair this? It's got a lot of water damage. Okay, thanks. I keep calling you. Your laptop is here. Are you going to pick it up? Breaking news. Hunter Biden is under investigation for his business dealings with Ukraine. Hi, the FBI. I have something you might want. Hello? <laughs> can we talk about your finances? Okay. I am publicly confirming that I am under investigation. 
We're giving full authority to the prosecutor and not interfering. We've reached an agreement. Hunter Biden will plead guilty to two minor tax crimes and admit to the facts of a gun charge. We will recommend two years of probation and diversion. Well, what about his unpaid taxes? I paid them. And the gun charge? On the paperwork to get a gun, I said I wasn't doing drugs, but I actually was at the time. Ah, so you admit it. Yeah, I even said so in my autobiography. So this case is over. It's resolved. Actually, the investigation is still ongoing. What secrets do you keep? Huh? In 2017. <laughs> that was funny, right? Explains everyone in a nutshell, basically what's going on, and parroting everything that's going on with this this whole fiasco with the with the law and uh, the DOJ with with Hunter, and um, it's it's laughable. So sometimes you just gotta laugh at shit, and hopefully the stuff works out in the long run down there. Um, so this point. is just uh, what I was explaining the other uh, to you just at the start of the podcast. This happened just the other day as well. This is more information that just came out about the Bidens, and this is this is something. So have a listen. Point. Look, you both have broken so much news on this story. Peter, you broke a lot of this years ago uh, about the Biden family influence peddling, and you've got new information this morning, uh, breaking news on a cell phone that Joe Biden was using. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. What is the line of communications between Hunter Biden and his business partners and Joe Biden when he's vice president of the United States? It's not the government's phone. It's not Joe Biden's personal phone. We know from the laptop that Hunter Biden's business paid for a private phone line that Joe Biden used while he was vice president. It was from AT&T. It was $300 a month. It was a global phone where you could access somebody anywhere around the world. Uh, we shared that phone number and that account information with people at the House Oversight Committee. My hope is that, that they haven't already. They will subpoena those records because I think it will give an indication on how tight the communication was. Uh, and that may be the phone, for example, that the Ukrainian, the Burisma executive, might have used uh, in this allegation uh, that he talked to Joe Biden in re recorded conversations. I, I would just say one other thing, Marie, as it relates to that sort of shakedown phone call with Henry Zhao uh, that we alluded to. Henry Zhao in 2015 had already sent $5 million to the Bidens. Uh, he was the head of a harvest investment firm. Uh, and what's interesting is in the correspondence there, Hunter Biden again talks to Zhao in the context of this is a deal that's important to my family uh, involving his father. Let's also keep in mind we fixate on the criminal element of this. We also have to focus on the espionage element of this. Henry Zhao paid for million to Hunter Biden from an account that was part of a company that he co-owned with the family of the Minister of State Security of China, who's I'm in charge of the entire spy apparatus. And you see that in every deal that Hunter Biden did in China, these individuals that are sending him money have ties to Chinese intelligence. Unbelievable. We have to take a quick break and then talk more about that. And these so there you have that in a nutshell of what just transpired the other day. And who's covering this? What media is covering this stuff that, that's just transpired? And everyone's saying about the DOJ, FBI, all these little alphabet um, agencies down the, in the states. They have carte blanche just to do whatever they want, when they want. And to give you an example of how, these, how this cover-up is, is continuing, if this was Trump, and I've said this before, got no, no dog in the hunt, 
whether you like Trump, whether you don't, don't care. Whether I like him, whether I don't, inconsequential. Biden, same thing. These are people that should be doing the best interest of, the, of their citizens. They should be, but they don't. They do the best interest for themselves. They do it in Canada here as well as they do in the States. So this last little clip I'm going to show you is of um, a uh, briefing, a press, a press briefing. And if you haven't seen this, um, this is just bizarre. And uh, it might open up your eyes a little bit about how this how this system works down in the states when it comes to people having, you know, criminal information on somebody, especially that has been that's high up. So they have connections. So here it is. House Ways and Means Committee yesterday released documents, their authenticity nowhere challenged. Uh, that included a July 2017 WhatsApp message sent by Hunter Biden to Henry Zhao, a Chinese Communist Party official, which stated in its entirety, and I quote, I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows, and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father, unquote. So just a couple of questions about this. First, does this not undermine uh, the president's claim during the 2020 campaign and the reaffirmations of that claim by his two press secretaries since then that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with him? No, and I'm not going to comment further on this. James, James, let me just let me save you some. No, let me save. Let me save. Let me save you some breath. If you're going to ask about this, I am not addressing. I don't. I know you do more than I'd like you to have. I am not going to address this issue from this podium. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Another question. Uh, yesterday, whistleblower testimony came out from an IRS supervisory special agent, current supervisory special agent, who insists he was in a meeting with U.S. Attorney David Weiss, who in October 2022 claimed in front of multiple people that he was told not to pursue the Hunter Biden investigation, not to bring charges in 2022. You said previously you stayed out of the Hunter Biden investigation. It's been on David Weiss to figure that out. Can you once and for all shed a little light? There seems to be a little confusion on what's going on here. Uh, I'd be happy to. As I said at the outset, uh, Mr. Weiss, who was appointed by President Trump as the U.S. Attorney in Delaware and assigned this matter during the previous administration, would be permitted to continue his investigation and to make a decision to prosecute any way in which he wanted to and in any district in which he wanted to. Mr. Weiss has since sent a letter to the House Judiciary Committee confirming that he had that authority. I don't know how it would be possible for anybody to block him from bringing a prosecution given that he has this authority. And he was never told no. I say he was given complete authority to make all decisions on his own. Hunter said the state dinner last night. Um, I'm wondering if you could take us into the thinking and decision making of why 
I, I'm just not going to get into family discussion, personal family discussion. As you know, Hunter is his son. I'm just not going to get into that. If, if Hunter Biden wasn't the president's son, would he have invited someone who had just reached a plea agreement with federal prosecutors? Well, to a couple of things. Again, that's his son. It's a, he's a family member. It is not uncommon for family members to attend uh, events at the White House. If you look at past presidents, I'm sure you have. So that is not uncommon. As it relates to anything uh, uh, related to um, to Hunter, I'm just not going to respond to it from here. Can I follow up on that? Okay. No, I just called in some way. Yeah, so, but I mean, so Kirby wouldn't answer James's question, though. Are you going to answer the question? Not a reasonable question to ask with the President of the United States who's involved as this message. It's a pretty simple question, and she doesn't want to answer it, right? He suggests in some sort of a coercive conversation for business dealings by a son. Is that something? If he wasn't, then maybe you should tell us. So here's the thing, I, and I appreciate the question. I believe my colleague uh, at the White House Council uh, has answered this question already, has dealt with this, has uh, uh, made it very clear. I just don't have anything to share outside of what, what my colleagues have shared, uh, and so I would refer you to him and the, and the DOJ. Just not going to comment from here. I what I can tell you is I know that my colleague has dealt with this. He, he uh, addressed this so at the White House Council. I just don't have anything else to share. I just, I just answered the question. I just answered the question. I just answered the question. Yes or no, was the President involved in the Stephen, Stephen, I just answered the question. I just said, I just, it's not up to you how I answer the question. I just answered the question by telling you my colleague. How about answering a question? Any question? Colleagues at the White House Council has dealt with this, and I would refer you to them. Go ahead. Can you just remind us what your colleague said from the White House Council so we have it? I would, I would, I would refer you to them, and they will share their statement with all of you. From that podium, you stated that the president stands by his comment from the 2020 campaign that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with his son. Oh, but he did, didn't he? And you stood at that podium and you reaffirmed that. Do you stand by your reaffirmation? I, what I will say is nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And I will leave it there. Anything else, I will refer you to the White House Council. This is not a change? I just answered the question. You, asked, you just asked me, do, does my statement change? I just told you nothing has changed. Listen to the word salad these people use. Just steady word salad. That's answering the question. Stephen, I'm calling on your colleague right now. Go ahead. Thank you. To, to follow up on my colleague, is there anything that you can say with regard to this text message and what the president's son was alleging? Was the president there or not? I would refer you to my colleagues at the White House Council. They have addressed this, and I refer you to them. Green, have you spoken to the president about this? Have you asked him whether he was there with his son on July 30th? This is not a conversation that I've had with the president. Again, I would refer you to the White House Council. Do you plan to have that conversation no. with the president? No. Because they put a better spin on things than I do, in other words, right? So speak to them how they just fluff everything off because you don't want to ask, answer a question that they know, they know is damning. This is damning evidence. And it'll be interesting to see how far this goes in the future for sure. Because like I said, this information has come forward from the whistleblower. Um, uh, Garland, who's the attorney general, he said that, that one of his attorney, one of his uh, lawyers had the opportunity to deal, had carte blanche to do what he wanted. But the other fellow saying no, 
uh, Garland, you know, basically tied his hands, tied, so he couldn't he do, couldn't do stuff. So all these things just aren't adding up. So anyway, um, it's going to be interesting the next few days to see how things unfold. So that's it for this quick podcast on the surge effect. I just wanted to cover a couple of those things that happened over the last couple of days, and uh, I'm going to sign off. And um, before I do that, I just want to let you know that all my videos I post are also going to Rumble, rumble rumble.com. Just type in The Surge Affect and you will see my my black emblem with my microphone and um, my TSA on there. I'm also available on any uh, Android or iPhone uh, podcast apps. All you have to do is go to the search uh, area, type in The Surge Effect, and once again, you'll see my microphone and uh, my name, TSA, The Surge Effect, pop up. Um, I'm also available on uh, Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram, and of course, I'm always on on, uh, YouTube. Uh, Please do not hesitate to subscribe and like my channel. It uh, helps out with the algorithms tremendously. It's always appreciated, and uh, until next time, everyone, have yourself a great day. Cheers. This episode sponsored by He Shirts, She Shirts. Go to www.heshirtsshirts.ca. Just type in the letters TSA, the surge effect. When you check out, type in TSA for your coupon and receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.